Talking rugby, telling stories, rugby pickup. Welcome to Rugby Pick'em. Who cares? Who knows? Why bother? Welcome back to Rugby Pick'em. <laughs> it's been a minute, but your Rugby Pick'em crew is back for the 2021 kickoff. Gentlemen, we decided to take the month of January off to let it breathe, so to speak, as the season approached. And Tommy, we had a big December as well, right? Oh my God, we had the whole that whole flurry of content. Snowflakes were dropping from the sky. Right. So if you haven't had a chance, make sure you listen to the Rugby Pick'em Awards, where we delved out some interesting trophies. They're still in the mail and should get there any minute. Yeah, but, the mail's been backed up for months. <laughs> the most important USPS. thing we did was make Logan Collins' highlight reel come to life. And we're actually watching his little pup, Rico, now. Johnny, how's Rico for a walk? Oh, a walk, a run, a tug. Loves it. A, a nice turd. Loves, <laughs> loves a good poop. So if you haven't gotten a chance, go back, listen to our December content. But until then, we will open up with... The State of the Rugby Union. John, what's going on in the MLR? Well, all the teams that still have a team and are competing uh, have pretty much reported for duty, I'd say. Anyone who had to relocate has probably done the relocating. And the questions still stand about whether some of the foreigners can get here. Um, and the situation around that. So is it a little uncertainty around that? The bright side, potential bright side of that is if, it, if there's any foreigners cock blocked out of coming into the U.S., specifically, let's say, South Africa. The strain. Um, we could see some of the players that are stranded in Dallas relocated to some other clubs because uh, in talking with some reps, out in the field who have people in Dallas kind of left hanging with, you know, their wife, their family, whatever, and like little side jobs lined up and things like that. It'd be nice for them to find a home and soon. High and dry is the term that comes to mind when Dallas canceled. But John, I'm usually, again, worried about the players. Like you said, the people got fucked over. Especially the Glendale guys, because that's the second time they got cut via an email. I know it's COVID and we can't meet with everybody in person, but to any rugby GMs out there. A phone call. If you can do it, you know, a phone call, a little message in person is better than getting cut via an email. But either way, we hope some Dallas people land Like Johnny said, and the announcements have come out and it it does look like the teams are smart and picking up some gems here and there. Chad, the Rhino. London. London has not signed yet, but GMs would be stupid to leave him lingering. Still in the mix. (laughs) Old head. I love it. Old head Rhino. Tommy, tell us what's going on in Europe. Scotland is looking hot right now. How hot? And if, well... I'll like, how hot. Like, 
are we talking Celsius? Because I'm not sure. Kelvin. But, <laughs> but uh, if Scotland's looking hot, France is looking downright sexy. Right now. Well, sexy that's just in terms horny. of points. But Wales is like, honestly, I, I like Wales a lot. You know? Yeah, love the style of They play. had a miserable autumn nations to the point where their coach was getting called for his head. Uh, but a good win against Ireland is, is a good start. So Those Brits always want the off-with-their-head thing. Why you got to go straight to the guillotine? <laughs> what is it with, like... Maybe just, like, sever just a like foot or something before we, we go straight to the head. Get over, like, the past 4,000 years. Come right. on, guys. <laughs> it's like all this God save the Queen stuff and then, like, forsake everybody else. Hey, Rico oh, in studio. Rico. <laughs> you want some attention. What do you to say about some me? insights. So Tommy's going to keep us updated on Six Nations as we proceed. To round out the state of the rugby union, we bring you Club Level, where USA Rugby has released a statement to all clubs basically saying, we don't know what's going on with the pandemic. We will not be having any championship-style format this year, and we're going to prepare for Summer 7s, which, to be honest, John, I'm relieved to hear USA Rugby is not in a position to be telling clubs what to do at this point. So I'm glad that they're like standing down while COVID's still happening and just getting ready to like come back right. And in sevens where you're having fewer week to week games, instead you're having like maybe a tournament a month or every other week, it should be easier um, to do yeah, and manage your- than trying to set up a goddamn tournament. And quite frankly, most people are sour on the championship format because we end up spending so much money on flights trying to get an East champion to play a West champion. People, you just got to be happy with winning your state or your region. That's just how it has to be. It's kind of a throwback. And it was the only sensible like thing to do. Um, not a lot of people look to USA Rugby for bold leadership but this this just it makes sense in many aspects and they're going to leave it to the unions to um safe hopefully safely determine what their comps look like so yeah gear up for sevens and uh i mean everybody's obviously itching for rugby right so you there's you look at club rugby the lifeblood of usa rugby you know where everybody kind of you know feels that like camaraderie and like gets you know great tournaments going and in the social aspect really you live and breathe it but you know there's some bright sides not everybody's going to be able to play club rugby we do have a potential for the olympics to still go through let's go dogs somehow i didn't think that was going to happen but there's talking now uh, about the potential of just going going ahead with the olympics i don't know if anybody would actually be able to travel there uh, fan wise, but and then we got the 2021 Women's World Cup in New Zealand. Thank God, I mean, stroke of luck that they had the World Cup planned for New Zealand, the one area where you can just go ahead and stay on schedule with the plan because they've done so well to control the pandemic. So that's exciting. The U.S. should do well. They're playing in the the first the opening game. The U.S. against team. the Canucks, right? Uh, they will be playing against Europe One. Oh, never mind. So that's not even even actually they're not haven't even announced whom, whom they're playing against. But they will be playing the opening game on September 18th in Northland. Uh, so really exciting for the U.S. women to have that to look forward to and to really gear up and train and hopefully stay healthy and um, really go after 
what their goal is, which is it's a stretch goal, but it's realistic that they can vie for a World Cup championship. I'm excited. Big news. Super Rugby's around the corner, too. Altoria and AU. Bring it on. Let's watch rugby. We can't play it. So there's no denying that COVID has completely turned the rugby world on its head and forced teams to... I don't know. Not maybe not necessarily look to what the best revenue situation is in the short term, but more so like how can we create the best rugby within our means? Just have rug. How can we create rugby? And and Australia, all? New Zealand did that this past summer, and they're you know fixing to do it again. And I kind of like that their comps are separate, and then after they're gonna do a little bit of a crossover play in Super Rugby. It's gonna be great. What I'm excited about, Tommy, what Johnny mentioned is, you know, the dream of sevens on the Olympic stage being still being alive. Right, right. Oh my God! If we, if that could happen, if that could happen at all, the chance the, to get those eyeballs everywhere, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. The amount of viewers would that would happen, like, oh my God, everyone would be like so excited just to watch, you know. Just get a get a stream going. Not to mention our team has been, and I say our team, meaning the Eagles, the Dogs, they have had a winning culture since Mike Friday arrived. Since we didn't perform well in Rio, it's been nothing but winning since. And there's a lot of buildup. It's it's been coming on five years now, right? With the one year delay. We've been edging. <laughs> so much edging. <laughs> Really excited for those teams and, and the perspective of bringing sevens to more viewers who may have never heard of rugby before. John, while we're on that subject, let's kind of link it back to club. If the plan is to wait for sevens, wait for the pandemic to recede a bit, I'm not going to say it's, it's going to be done by any means in this entire year, but as summer sevens approach, do you think there is a unique opportunity to have the MLR season take place, and right after it's over, any MLR players that maybe didn't get as much time as they expected to be injected immediately into the club seven scene. Transition straight away. I think yeah. it'd be amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's a natural transition. Um, and I, you know, who doesn't want to keep playing rugby? I think they've got an ambitious you know, regular season, playoff season with the MLR. But, um, yeah, I think that's exciting. Some of the out-of-town boys will want to get straight back home. But I'm, I'm guessing some guys, too, will play a 16-game season and be beat to fuck and not want to sign up for a club sevens. But I think there's an opportunity there for sure. Um, maybe they can figure it out with the insurance and releasing players. But club sevens? The whole club scene across the country has been kind of iced out. Maybe not in in some southern states who have been playing games. But, Tommy, as an active player, do you feel like you miss the game now more than ever? I mean, are there any active players, though? (laughs) You're not not an active, inactive player. I'm an active, inactive player. So, sorry, I was stuck on that. What was the question? (laughs) (laughs) has the pandemic created an excitement that's unparalleled to previous seasons do you think it's going to come back in a big way well i think that it's going to be kind of split like i think there's going to be the guys that like got a break and were like holy crap like that was actually really nice i haven't had 
I haven't like stopped playing rugby since I started and they might like, you know, maybe some guys retire, but maybe I think like the other 75% of, of guys are just going to be like r- riled up, ready to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think. And I think, if you think about the, co- the collegiate, when you talk about sevens and some of the clubs that have recruited, um, really stud college talent to come in for the summer and play uh these collegiate kids are itching too because they're in their prime to get visibility right and to make that next step toward their end goal which is like making the usa team getting visibility um so yeah if the club sevens can go off i think you're gonna have a lot of people vying for some good roles here now that you say that there's a name in the dispersal draft that hasn't been confirmed as of tonight, February 11th, Tommy Honkin Clark. He played for AIC, and then in 2019, I watched him tear it up. I watched him tear it up with WAC, Washington Athletic Club, right. who eventually hoisted the trophy. This dude is a college kid drafted maybe eighth overall. Check me on that. He was one of four Dallas draft picks, and I haven't seen his name yet as far as where he's signed, but I guarantee you that name is going to pop up. And, yeah. and uh, when you talk about college kids using the the club seven scene as an opportunity to springboard themselves, like he was always going to get drafted because he just had a B season at AIC. But I watched him go compete against men and just fucking hang with them. Like oh, yeah. not even hang with him. Like he was a standout. key to whack winning that tournament. And yeah, I think he's going to have a great MLR career and hopefully some teams smart enough to pick him up, pick him up, pick him up. up. <laughs> we were doing a dumb and dumber reference, right? Uh, <laughs> I was doing a rugby pick him reference. <laughs> Quick update for the listeners. Tommy Hunkin Clark, Signed by the Seattle Seawolves a mere hours after we recorded. Congrats to him. Congrats to the Seawolves. Homegrown talent staying in the Pacific Northwest. Back to Rugby Pick'em. Tommy, what has tickled you about these past couple months? But what what has tickled you with this news cycle? It's crazy. Like San Diego announced they're playing in Vegas. Toronto's going down and playing in Atlanta. There's all these operators and and owners and i think it's a credit to the front office and credit to the players for rolling with the punches but like nothing is set in stone no one even knows if we can go to games as a fan where do you stand right now on the mlr 2021 season i'm just sitting back and watching the reddit and the twitter right now (laughs) because it's everyone's got an opinion and i you never know like who's actually in the know so like you know that was the just, exact answer i wanted <laughs> Tommy's it's, staying just woke fun. Online. it's just fun to like kind of just like see what's mixing up in the pot you know yeah because you don't know what's actually gonna happen 2021 is gonna be a crazy year fellas i'll give the owners credit in the sense that they're navigating a pandemic <laughs> one team pulled out uh, like literally the night before the wedding mm-hmm. and there's still landing players in certain areas so shout out to the front office and the ops people uh, this season's going to happen no matter what. I mean, it's it's do or die 
like when you when you lose an entire season like they did last year, they have to make this year work. I mean, let's hope nobody's dying here, but yeah, uh, <laughs> let's just do it. Let's just do it. I love it. You will hear more from us in the coming weeks as we build up to the season. We have some huge interviews coming. We're also going to be traveling to games. That's right. We're putting boots on the ground in the 2021 season. Road trip. Until then, Tommy, what are they? Uh, what do we do on the show? Uh, pick them. Pick them. <laughs> Pick em. It's like all this God Save the Queen stuff and then like forsake everybody else. Always want the off with your head thing. Why you gotta go straight to the guillotine? <laughs> It's gonna be great. Uh, pick them. Know your role.